My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Joe Singer and Tom Stallings host a great podcast called Take a Breath. Joe, tell us what you talk about on the show. Yeah, so Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow. Where can people subscribe? You could find us on marketingpodcasts.net as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe. I am sick of seeing businesses going, oh, influencers asking something for free. You know, who doesn't pay the bills. Well, if they'd got a different email from a company offering them an advertising slot in a magazine or on television, or in a, would they have kicked up a fuss? They would have just gone, no, can't afford that and gone away. So in this case, they weren't asking for money. They were asking for product in exchange for reaching a huge amount of people on social. You can say yes, or you can say no. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Digital Coffee Extra Shot. Or actually, we're gonna we're gonna lose the digital coffee bit. This is just the extra shot. This is your weekly LinkedIn live show, or you may be listening to it live on the podcast where we discuss one of the latest digital marketing stories and how it will affect your business. My name's Amanda Webb. I'm a digital marketing ROI trainer, mentor consultant and I love analytics and welcome to my co-host May King Sang. Tell us about you May King. Hi, um, so my name's Making Sang, first name Making, and I call myself the FOMO creator. FOMO means a fear of missing out, and in business, it's a good thing. So if you want to know how to sell out your next events, your book launch, your product or service launch, festival, conference, digital challenge, I'm your gal. <laughs> and we are here to talk about the latest in news. But first of all, we have to identify what animal May King is this week. So do you want to have a little guess, May King, what animal you may be? I've been talking to quite a few Aussies this week, so I'm going to channel my inner koala. <laughs> Well, no, you're not a koala. And for anyone that's going, what are they talking about? This is uh, Google. You're, you know, when you access Google Docs and they have like animals to show the people that are viewing, currently viewing the Google Docs. So I'm looking at who's accessing ours. It's not a koala. It's not a kangaroo. It is a frog. Oh, 
Brilliant. That means you jump high and um, you're green and you go ribbit. I don't know what that says about <laughs> you. But... <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, enough with this nonsense. Enough with this nonsense. So thank you. A big welcome to Hannah and Mark who are watching live. Just to let anyone know who joins us live on LinkedIn on a Friday, once we've got over the main story, we invite you to come and have your say as well. So you're more than welcome to join the show anytime that you want to. And if you are listening now and you want to join, we are recording this and it will go out as a podcast. So if you speak, it will be recorded forever, forever and ever. So let's start with actually... Our internet winner and loser is the same story this week. Do you want to introduce this, making? Sure. Um, it was actually uh, Steve, my partner, who uh, shared this story with me. And I love the headline by The Independent. They said, Bakery delivers brilliant response to well-known celebrity, bunny ears, well-known celebrity, <laughs> <laughs> offering exposure in return for free cakes. Now, Amanda, you'll have experienced this before uh, as a business owner, seasoned business owner. You've been approached by people saying, uh, if you do this for free, we'll give you exposure, right? I'm sure you've heard that before. I have. And I'm going to say up front, I'm probably going to have a different opinion to you. So you carry on. Well, exposure doesn't pay the bills, does it? I mean, you know, that's my uh, immediate response. But if we just have a quick read of this uh, article. Um, so uh, as it suggests, this uh, celebrity, uh, well, actually, it was a PR uh, firm uh, on social media who'd approached uh, this bakery and they said that if you give us some uh, free baked goods for a celebrity's birthday then it you know uh, you'll get uh, exposure on this now the three little birds bakery they put up a post with a screenshot of the email exchange between the PR company and uh, themselves and um and they said, uh, this poor celebrity apparently can't afford to pay people for their products and services. Spare a thought, what happened to women supporting women? Um, it was a really well-managed um, uh, conversation uh, between, you know, the bakery who is obviously very angered uh, and also, you know, the PR company that is attempting to um, uh, to garner uh, free uh, cakes. Um, now, it turns out that the PR company... Uh, was garnering these free cakes on behalf of this celebrity and the celebrity did not know anything about it initially uh, but uh, she actually came into the uh, the conversation um, and um, wasn't well liked when she came into the conversation which is why this uh, this week's winner and loser is actually the effectively this the same uh, story um, so um, so uh, basically, uh, I think um, the the celebrity uh, was uh, let's see, um, can't quite see the the details there. Um, she was from Coronation Street. I don't think we should name her because that's going to be one of my little complaints I'm going to have here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so and anyway, yeah, the bakery, um, you know, said that, um, so sorry to hear that your client has fallen uh, out on such hard times. They can't afford to pay small businesses for their products. Unfortunately, as my mortgage provider doesn't take payment in the form of promotion on their socials and my staff can't feed their kids with exposure on Instagram, I'll have to decline your very generous offer. So it's a lovely uh, way that she um you know, uh, said no. Uh, but as I say, the um, the celebrity also waded in, and I, I can't quite quite remember uh, what she said. But she definitely um, had a um, a lot of um, people who disagreed with what she said. Uh, do you do you remember? Do you recall uh, at all, Amanda? Yeah, she put up a, a video of her sitting in a car, and in she in that video she said um, that she she didn't know it was happening. And that she that the agency were a very good agency, a very reputable agency, and I think that was she just she kind of half apologized. So this is where I'm going to weigh in because I am think I really think the bakery didn't add, uh, act well. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna come into a completely different prospect on this. So firstly, I am sick of seeing businesses going, oh, influencers asking something for free. You exposed doesn't pay the bills. Well, if they'd got a different email from a company offering them an advertising slot in a magazine or on television or in a, would they have kicked up a fuss? They would have just gone, no, can't afford that and gone away. So in this case, they weren't asking for money. They were asking for product in exchange for reaching a huge amount of people on social. You can say yes or you can say no. That is where, where I would come from. It is no different to any bod, any advertising opportunity that you get. And believe me, we get loads. And I've seen this happen so often. Everyone always, on Twitter in particular, X, everyone always falls in behind the business. And I'm like, no, this is just an advertising opportunity that you have declined. Why does it have to be such a massive thing? Nobody is in the wrong here. They were asked. They didn't say, they didn't hold them at gunpoint. They gave them an opportunity and they turned it down. Secondly, I'm ranting. I know. But secondly, this whole thing, that exposure is worthless. Well, why are we marketing then? If exposure is worthless, why are we trying to get out in front of as many people as we possibly can? Why? Does everyone say you two weren't even that big until they went on Live Aid? How much did they get paid for Live Aid? Nothing. It was exposure. Exposure is important. I want to get in front of as many people as I can. So also publishing private emails on Twitter. No, don't do that. That's not good. Oh, and uh, Hannah is um, giving us an outpour of emojis here. So she's in full agreement with you. And you know what, Amanda? You've actually managed to persuade me. (laughs) (laughs) We do often disagree, (laughs) as you know, but we're still very good friends. But actually, you've made a very good point. Um, Privacy issues with the email. uh, She could have just said no, as she quite rightly said. And, uh, and, you know, influencers, they are influencers for a reason, aren't they? I suppose, you know, um, and they do have exposure and they've worked hard to get that exposure, haven't they? You know, especially with, um, you know, the Corrie uh, star, you know, she's worked very hard to get onto tv and uh you know and uh is um you know in one of the uh, biggest uh, you know longest running soaps and one of the fave soaps so um so yeah she's worked hard for that influence hasn't she so i guess you're right i guess the bakery could have just said no um 
But then, you know, as I say, exposure doesn't pay the bills, so you can definitely see it from her side of um, uh, viewpoint as well. Um, however, um, because she's worked hard to be, an, you know, you know, as an actor and so on, um, then um, she probably has missed out um, on exposure and probably would have missed out on, on uh, potential sales in uh, in cakes as well. So, yeah, you've managed to persuade me there, Amanda. Well done. <laughs> And I mean, in f- in fairness to the bakery owner, she has got exposure and made sales out of being not very nice, I think, personally. And if that's the sort of business you want to deal with, fine. But it's like, the, I mean, we're talking a massive following. Let's just have a look at the article. How many people were they offering that you, you could have reached? 700,000 people for supplying product. Now, all you have to do, I don't know if that's worth it for the business or not. I don't know. But it's an advertising opportunity to get in front of 700,000 people. Doesn't yeah. sound like a bad transaction to me at all. I mean, if you wanted like monetary value on that, it would be quite high. I, anyway, <laughs> I shall calm down now. <laughs> we forgot to tell them about our new button, didn't we? Do you want to press it? Sure. <laughs> Menopausal brain. <laughs> that is... I've also got a digital one, but making can't hear it when it goes off and neither can you. But I'm going to press it for the podcast listeners. I'm pressing it now. Menopausal brain. Menopausal brain. <laughs> I, I pressed it twice in a row there. So there you go. So anytime that we forget what we're talking about, which happens quite often, and it is because we are perimenopausal, but um, we discussed this like last week. Perimenopausal brain is too hard to add to a button. It's too hard to say. Okay. If you're listening to the podcast, you may now get an ad break. You may, depending whether that space is sold or not. <laughs> if you're not listening to the podcast, there's no ad break. So I'm just going to pause for a second. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Joe Singer and Tom Stallings host a great podcast called Take a Breath. Joe, tell us what you talk about on the show. Yeah, so Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow. Where can people subscribe? You could find us on marketingpodcasts.net as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe. And we're back. <laughs> that was a great break, wasn't it, making? <laughs> wasn't it, everyone? <laughs> uh, 
this is right. We are going to talk about the hottest story, I think, in the news this week. Um, unfortunately, no, nobody in Ireland is going to be able to avail of this. In fact, nobody outside the UK is going to be able to avail of this because it is basically TikTok enabling e-commerce in a big way. Now, I used to run a product-based business, an e-commerce business. I hated it. I loved the marketing. I loved all that side of it. It's where I got my marketing chops together for the first time. It's where I learned about SEO. It's where I learned about blogging. It's where I learned about video. It's where I learned about social media. But you know what? When people bought stuff, it was like, oh, oh no. Now I have to go and find it, pack it, send it, talk to couriers. This whole process was a nightmare. And like I was saying on my digital coffee show that I would spend two or three weeks over Christmas packing and actually for the last minute deliveries actually driving out and delivering them myself. So I absolutely hated that. But TikTok is now going to make this a lot easier. They have a thing called, and I'm going to have to look it up to see what it's called because I've forgotten already what it's called, Fulfilled by TikTok, FBT it's going to be called Fulfilled by TikTok. So if you're a UK business delivering to the UK, you are eligible for this. And what it will do is you take your products and you give them to TikTok. They will warehouse them for you. They will pick them for you. They will package them for you and they will dispatch them for you. So all you have to do is sell them. Now, I imagine this is only going to hook up to TikTok sales. I don't know the details yet. Nobody knows the details yet, but I think this is fabulous. It means that as a small business, you'll be able to devote your time to actually selling your stuff. You'll still have to do all the either making your stuff or you'll have to be able to um, get the stock in. But that's the only part that you'll have to manage. I absolutely love this. What do you think, Making? Big, big fan of this. Um, as you know, uh, competition, it breeds innovation, creativity. Uh, and it's about time we stop giving money to Bezos because he doesn't need another rocket ship, does he? So I'm really, really chuffed about this. That now, if I was to purchase anything, I can move away from Bezos's shop and go to TikTok instead. Um, TikTok is actually proving to be amazing for uh, a lot of uh, small business owners. Uh, I personally know of someone who actually has a physical shop, but um, the TikTok, because she was doing lots of uh, TikTok videos of her candles um, that she was making, she was actually getting a lot more inquiries through her TikTok store than her actual physical um, bricks and mortar, which was incredible. So this is going to make it even easier for her when she gets to the point that she needs someone to, um, you know, to do the fulfillment. And then that will enable her to, you know, create more candles or, um, you know, do more marketing or, and so on. So so I am a big, big fan of this. Competition is very healthy. And uh, yeah, I, I like the thought of not giving uh, Bezos my uh, space rocket money. <laughs> I do shop on Amazon, we have to say. 
not I've named and shamed them now I do shop there but um I'm not going to dispute I, you know I don't think it's necessary well it, there's whole there's whole gray areas there which we won't get into but what I do really like about this is all the social networks made a pledge just during the pandemic they they all thought right this is it e-commerce is going to take off it's been big in China for a long time so you can see why TikTok are into it you may remember I got very enthusiastic about it Facebook launched like official live stream shopping that you could hook up to your shop and sell directly from the live stream so did YouTube so did Instagram I think that was it don't think Snapchat got into it and very quickly within months both Facebook and Meta took it down and you can still I believe I still think they're working on it on YouTube but it's not big and there's reasons behind this one because we know it works in China two because the company that you mentioned, Amazon, have very successful live streaming shops. So everyone thought this was going to be a big thing. I'm still excited about it. I feel that they just need to hang in there a little bit longer because I think eco- uh, social shopping is going to be massive. And I can see pairing that live stream shopping with something like the fact that they can dispatch all this stuff for you is going to be really great for some businesses as long as and this is the long as TikTok isn't banned. <laughs> it would be a downer, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. But, you know, uh, as we all know, uh, if it does get banned, it's another lesson for us business owners not to put all of our eggs into the social media basket. You know, we always need our own place, uh, ideally. Um, you know, um, some of you may know I've been hacked before on Facebook and Instagram and I lost absolutely everything there but because I have a presence on other platforms I have my web uh, my own website now um, it means that people you know people still know who I am and I've still got a presence so uh, it's great that uh, it's great that TikTok has this shop uh, but do make sure that you have other places that you um, put it as well if you've got a bricks and mortar you've got a website uh, and there's other marketplaces as well that you can definitely put your products to. And I absolutely do think that live stream shopping will eventually be a thing. I think we were just a little bit early launching it here. So this is the part of the show where we allow our listeners to join in. And I can see we've got, oh, that's the moment that one of the listeners jumps off really fast. I don't want to join in. (laughs) (laughs) But I can see we've got um, regular contributors here. We've got Jessica and we've got Hannah. I'd love to hear your thoughts on live stream shopping. So do anyone want to request to speak? Bearing in mind, you'll appear on our podcast too. There's Hannah. Great. (laughs) And Jessica. Right. Let's just bring in one at a time. So we'll bring in Hannah first. And so Jessica, we will let you in, but we're just trying to make this easier for people not to speak over each other because it's for a podcast now. So we'll bring Hannah in and then we'll let Jessica in afterwards. Hello, Hannah. You're on mute. Hello. Long time no speak. No, I know. Well, I only saw you last week, I believe. (laughs) So tell us, tell us, what do you think about this live stream, uh, not even live stream shopping, live stream shopping in general, or what TikTok is doing with this shop? Tell us your thoughts. Okay, so I'm showing my age here, but there used to be a time when I couldn't sleep and you turn on the TV and they had all these TV live shopping things ongoing and you could, you know, um, look at all these really bizarre, weird things. And then you could, you know, use your text button on your thing to buy it or you could, you know, text message. 
uh, a thing to order it. I think this is just moving in from that old platform into something that's going to be live shopping is just another natural extension of that. And I do think the same as you, Amanda, that live shopping eventually will be the thing. There's moments where I think if I could just see what that jumper or T-shirt or whatever it is looks like. Sorry, my voice is about to go because of a bit of a cough. But um, what that jumper looks like when somebody's actually walking around, not just a video, but, you know, that I could ask questions or WhatsApp questions or whatever it may be. It, it would be so much nicer. I don't know if that makes sense. But I kind of miss those moments where I'd turn on the TV because I was hired and I could watch people just showcase their products. And yeah, does that sound weird? No, I loved staying up late at <laughs> night. I loved staying up late at night and it was the ads rather than the shopping channel. There was like, oh, I wish I could remember it now. It's menopausal brain time. Hang on, I press the button. <laughs> menopausal brain. <laughs> menopausal brain so good i pressed it twice um <laughs> there used to be like all those chat line ads we're going off topic here oh eight nine eight twenty seven twenty seven twenty seven i love those ads. <laughs> i remember those that's exactly it and and i do think the live shopping is just an extension of all of that and getting all these chats in and maybe not there's certain ones that were coming up that time of the night as well. Maybe not those ones, but you know, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. And I know making wants to come in. I can hear her. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed, yeah, the shopping channel is still there. We know it works because we see it on The Apprentice every year when I do that task. So, you know, it just makes sense to extend it to um, social media. Sorry, making. No, not at all. Um, I mean, we've just uh, got the fabulous uh, Paula Fissler, who's just uh, joined us uh, listening in. And she's got a fabulous uh, array of lingerie, which she designed. And, um, you know, the live shopping channels that we've got, like QVC and what have you, they're very polished, aren't they? You know, with real actors and all the rest of it. Uh, and it would be nice to hear from the actual designers without it being uh, polished and to the hilt. So, you know, Paula, if you are on uh, TikTok and when you get to the point where you need TikTok to fulfill those orders, um, you know, having a live streaming shopping channel where you go through the, um, you know, the process of making your lingerie, um, you know, your creative output, you know, people want to hear that stuff. They really want to hear from real people. So I think that um, it, you're absolutely right, Hannah. It's definitely the way to go. Um, one of our dear friends, Tim Lewis, has a an Amazon live show and he you know talks to uh, authors about their favorite books uh, and uh, and it's a great show because you're hearing from um, you know people's uh, relationships with those books and uh, personal stories and it's live and it's not polished that we know we're not actors we want to hear from real people so uh, I absolutely agree with both of you I think it is definitely the way to go um and it's actually unusual that uh, TikTok have uh, put it to the UK and tested it here first because uh, a lot of the big platforms normally test it in uh, Australia. So uh, it's quite nice that it's actually come to the UK, uh, first of all. So uh, that is unusual. Um, let's bring uh, Jessica in as well because I know she's been very uh, patient and uh, wanting to add her uh, two pennies worth as well. So let's uh, pop her in. Hi, yeah, I just did want to add my two cents because I've tried out TikTok shopping. I'm I'm a big fan of Amazon shopping. I have done that like for a while. The, and I saw something on TikTok and it was one of these 
you know, these fitted bodies that make you look all svelte and stuff. And I thought, oh, you know what? It's not that expensive. Let me just click the button to purchase and see what happens. And, you know, surprisingly, it came really quickly. I got it home, I tried it on, and I hated it. And I think one of the big, <laughs> one of the big differences is, is that... And it just hated it. It was awful. It was an awful material, etc. whatever. But one of the big differences is on Amazon, you know, you can kind of check all the reviews really quickly and see how many stars it has. And, you know, you can kind of tell when the reviews are a little bit, you know, dodgy as well. But with, with TikTok, I, th I guess I think I would appreciate the live shopping because I think it's more real. But what I had gone on was an ad. And, you know, those ads can be very cleverly edited. And even if it's somebody like, because uh, what I do is I follow influencers who have similar body shapes to me, so that I can get a kind of an idea of what it might look like on me. And even that didn't quite help. Like, you know, it's just, it's just that, oh, it's just a little bit tricky. So maybe it's got a, a little while to go to, for TikTok for me to earn the kind of reputation that maybe Amazon has had with the user feedback and stuff like that, that you get. So I don't know, that's my two cents on it. That's a great point. Absolutely. Um, Cause I, yeah, you see these um, on TikTok, actually things people have bought on TikTok and how they don't really work for them. <laughs> I think that, and the reviews do make a difference. If I'm buying something from, and it's got any sort of price point on it from somebody I, I've not bought from it before, or isn't a real brand. I always read the reviews on Jeff Bezos's Amazon, <laughs> sorry, making. Um, but if TikTok start getting that stuff right on top of it, they, they really do have a solution that could like take down or, or at least chip into the profits of the big retailers like Amazon. Any final thoughts making? Um, I, well, in response to the, um, the Amazon uh, quip, um, I'm only upset with, um, with Bezos because he doesn't pay um, his uh, employees fairly that, you know, that's the main reason. And, and of course, you know, his customer service is exceptional, which is why um, people are going to Amazon for convenience. But if you just pay his um, workers correctly, then I, I would shop there more. But I always like to try and shop local as much as possible. So that's just my last little bit about uh, Bezos's rocket ship. <laughs> you know, and and you're absolutely right because um it is an issue i have with them and i see like i'm still not sure where that stands do you know what i mean i'm like i'm not sure is you know is he paying them isn't he paying them what's that, that? but there's other things as well that he has or he amazon because i don't think he's in charge of every single thing they do much the way that uh zuckerberg isn't in charge of everything that uh facebook does although is in charge of everything that x does um <laughs> Uh, one thing they do do some pretty dodgy things to try and sell more on the platform so they do kind of do some manipulative marketing from time to time so I'm not always a fan of it myself I just kind of give myself into it Jessica you want to come in yeah oh um yeah I just wanted to say that I'm very much the same I struggle with a lot of the ethics around Amazon and I prefer to shop local um but what what do we do then when all the shops are just closing everywhere as well you know it, you know my high street has got so many empty shops and as much as you know uh, digital shopping these days is fantastic I, I can see a lot of the products that I would like to buy but I'm still uh, old-fashioned like that I want to go and feel the fabrics I want to go in and 
and get it myself from a local shop or a local chain even you know I don't it's it's just a, such a shame but um it is also about cost right because unfortunately Amazon will bring down the costs quite a lot compared to wherever so ethics it's versus, it's ethics versus cost for me quite a lot of the time if uh if it's something that i think that i'm going to get much better bargain for you know and it's something my family desperately needs then unfortunately amazon will win but you know when it comes to the ethics you know okay as the, when i'm starting to earn more money of course i would love to be able to invest in those businesses around me that's absolutely that would be absolutely 100% what i would do yeah, I agree with you, Jessica. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm not about to counsel you <laughs> because you shop at Amazon. <laughs> so don't worry. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, actually, you know, um, the other week, I, you know, Steve and I, we we always like to make a point of going into the, you know, into our town centre, uh, Chesterfield, and I wanted to buy something, and I popped into uh, a shop. I won't uh, name and shame them, but because it was five to five and they closed at half past five, the chap literally looked at his watch as we walked in. So you you know. He did not want to engage with me because they were about to sh- shut up shop. And I thought, well, you know, if that's how you're going to treat your customers, then you're not going to get your, um, you know, your bonus. Um, and uh, and I'll have to shop online, unfortunately. Uh, so you're absolutely right. You know, a lot of these shops are closing up in the town centres, but they, you know, they need to learn from um, the online stores and ensure that they do have better customer service. You know, the managers train the staff better so that they treat people, doesn't matter whether they come in at uh, five minutes before they shut up shop or just as when you're about to go on your tea break or lunch break, you have to service them. Um, and, uh, and, and, and that's, and that's, you know, that's partly the issue, you know, online is convenient uh, and uh, people on, uh, you know, at the shops are just waiting for, um, you know, their tea break or, waiting to go home um some of the time so uh so yeah anyway we could talk all day about this but uh i think I we want better to move one, on amanda one last say as well is we know that uh amazon doesn't treat his workers as well as we would like them to be treated but we don't know how our local businesses are treating their workers as well and i think it's important that we don't just think that all local businesses are great because some of them aren't um so you know (laughs) just to be out there as well just kind of be devil's advocate it's not a rant i just always think you know we don't know we don't know the facts about how so and so has been treated in whatever shop but with that like you're right we should wrap up so let's do our our speakers every week get a chance to tell us a little bit more about themselves what they're up to and what they're promoting so let's start with hannah because she was the first one in so um, this week, uh, I've, I've been busy uh, trying to get my website updated. Uh, so as an outsource marketing manager, I do loads of little things, but I'm, I'm starting to do these power hours so that people can come in and uh, just spend an hour with me and, and focus on one specific marketing problem or marketing audit or something like that that they need for their small businesses and um, kind of take a look at that. So that's what I've been focusing on, trying to put that helping hand out for small businesses through my power hour. Great. And where can they find out more about that? They can, well, at the moment, uh, DM me through LinkedIn, but I'm hoping next week or the week after it'll actually be on my website, hannahmcdonaldmarketing.ie. Great. Jessica? 
Yeah, I'm just coming to the end of my current contract with the company I've been at uh, uh, doing a maternity cover. Really excited because we're just about to launch our rebrand and in their new website. And I'm just so happy for them. I've got them to this place now. The person I was covering for is coming back. And now I'm looking for opportunities. So uh, I'm like working um, on trying to get a, a job, but also looking at opportunities maybe to start freelancing. But um, in the meantime, so if anybody wants to connect with me on LinkedIn or has any jobs or something like that, please let me know. But what I'm also looking forward to is next week, I'm going to the Digital Women um, uh, Meetup in London as well. And I think I've got another one coming up too, but I can't remember which one that was. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get out there and network with people to see if I can give freelancing a go, yeah. Great. And just if anyone's looking for a freelancer in what you do, firstly, your name is spelled J-A-Y-S-I-C-A Marvel, M-A-R-V-E-L-L, if anyone's looking for you on LinkedIn. And so what can you help people with? What would you be freelancing? Uh, well, I do a lot of work in, in social media mainly. I have done things like CEO training, which is what I'm uh, trying to do as well. Mentoring, coaching with social media uh, strategy uh, for small businesses as well. That's what I'm going to try and do. Some consultation work on that, and I'm also doing my SEO training. So I'm trying to, I'm going to try try and help businesses work SEO into their strategy and how they can use social media and other means of lead generation. So that's the kind of thing I work on right now. Great. Making, it's your turn. Oh, um, I've um, I've had a great week, actually. Uh, and my brother uh, is in the audience, Mark uh, from uh, Velo Tool. Uh, today, um, Friday, August the 11th, is actually World Cycling Day. And uh, and so uh, my brother and I actually recorded a, a bonus uh, episode of the FOMO Creator Show where we talked about how hashtags uh, can be used uh, to sell your product, to uh, raise awareness about your brand, to fundraise. Uh, and so we had a, a good conversation about that. So do go and catch that. Uh, and next week, I'm actually doing some incredible interviews uh, with uh, the Activity Alliance who are the uh, Sports Federation for uh, Disabled People. Uh, and um, uh, they've got a project called Get Out, Get Active, of which uh, they are running an event uh, in uh, October, which I'll be creating uh, FOMO for. But uh, we're doing some pre-FOMO at the moment uh, where I'm interviewing uh, a few uh, people who have been involved in the Get Out, Get Active uh, project. And it's designed to have uh, disabled and non-disabled uh, people uh, come together uh, at sporting events like wheelchair, uh, basketball uh, and uh, other activities activities uh, and it's just to raise awareness about what they do so I'm really looking forward to that next week. Wow that sounds amazing great work great work making and I am working with people to help them get their head around Google Analytics and see how that they can use the data that they find there to help them build better digital marketing strategies so you can find out things like is the time that I'm spending on social media actually worth it? Is it driving any sales? You can find out if your blog posts are working. Are they driving people to make inquiries? Are they driving people to sign up to your email list? Are they driving people to sell? Uh, so anything that you want to know along those lines, get in touch. I'm also already quite skilled in Tag Manager, but I'm upskilling at the moment and getting into a lot of nerdy code stuff, which before I would have been scared of. So I'm kind of 
proud of myself for doing that. So anyone needs help with that, that is me, Amanda Webb. You will find me at spiderworking.com. And Howard just turned up and he's too late, so he's going to have to listen to the podcast, (laughs) which you will find (laughs) wherever you listen to your podcast. I've always wanted to say that. Do you want to say that as well, Making? Um, I don't have a script, sorry. (laughs) Wherever you listen to your podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. Yes. Look for a purple background with myself and making, pointing at the camera, photo by Tim Lewis and extra shot written underneath. In fact, if you are on LinkedIn now, you can see a preview of what it looks like. We'd love if you could subscribe and review. And otherwise, when will we be back? Same bad time, same bad place. Next week. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Joe Singer and Tom Stallings host a great podcast called Take a Breath. Joe, tell us what you talk about on the show. Yeah, so Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow, where can people subscribe? You could find us on marketingpodcasts.net as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.